Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. What's up, everybody? Good evening and welcome to episode 32 of the Agree to Disagree podcast show where we discuss news, current events, politics, and pop culture. I'm your host, Luigi C. Let me remind you, as I do every week, that we are streaming live on Facebook at Agree to Disagree show and on YouTube live as well. Guys, reminder to subscribe and share my content to whoever you think would enjoy it. And uh, as I do every week this week, please, I encourage you to send in your comments your questions just to say hi uh whatever it is it's already we already have one uh, one comment here my good friend vivian viv saluta tutti she says hello to everyone thank you viv thanks for tuning in guys tonight's guest is a uh we've uh, you know i'm so glad that I, I i got into this podcast um world if you want to call it in montreal and this community that we've developed and i met uh, joey um through uh joey's a comedian and the co-host of the dirty four podcast and host of the saturday afternoon podcast so without further ado guys please welcome joey laflamme to the agree to disagree show hey man how are you doing good yourself bud i'm doing great thanks for the applaud by the way that kind of <laughs> me nostalgic uh, i'm, do- <laughs> I'm doing like yeah. Have you seen the Ange TV show on YouTube? Yeah, I saw it, and he's like, you look. I always look amazed, like the fucking streaming is going, and uh, uh, the fr- like, I'm like, dude, why you're so amazed? You just click a fucking button, and then I- it works its magic <laughs> through the internet because of a bunch of nerds that instead of jerking up, just like plug fucking wires around and stuff, and like, yeah, I'm fucking amazed. It works, yay! I mean, fuck's yay. sake, the internet. Like, it's now like water and hair. It's like, nah. so funny, guys. So. Uh, first of all, Joey, thank you so much for doing the show. Uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for you. Uh, ever since I did the, the, the first um, show uh, when I had you guys at Dirty Four on my podcast, and I was so amazed, and I even remember telling Claudio, I was so amazed at your knowledge in terms of politics uh, on every type of level. So I said, I got to have him on on my show so we could have a one-on-one discussion. And tonight, uh, it's going to be funny. So I decided I'm going to have you on the show. I want to discuss all the dysfunctionality if, if okay, i just i think maybe i just invented a word in english dysfunctionality okay, okay? Uh, uh and if we see if we could find solutions this is the goal tonight okay okay so, so- a deadbeat uh, <laughs> open micers doing rape jokes with a with a podcaster from montreal okay i think that great things is going to get out of it <laughs> no 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 listen don't, don't be fooled by what joey says guys okay it's all an act okay he actually knows what the hell he's talking about the rest i wouldn't have him on the show okay so don't 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 try that all right <laughs> so um i want to have an in-depth discussion today about um uh, a canadian and quebec politics and municipal politics um, and in particular, I want to try, 
just to, you know and and i put a post on that we're we're literally i don't know what we did to deserve this joey and i think you answered me or someone else answered me he said if you're a montrealer today you have valerie plant as your mayor mm-hmm. okay you're a quebecer you have well you're obviously you're a montrealer you're a quebecer you have francois legault as your premier and you're a canadian you have justin trudeau as your prime minister i called it the holy trinity of of just shit. just <laughs> the only trinity of shit <laughs> so, like you have a big triangle with their fucking pictures on each corner and you have a bit like plant in a big pile of dirt that's <laughs> that's how i see it so before we get we get into we get into this i just want to say i, I can't believe uh, antonio costanza my my cousin from blackpool england is saying hello unbelievable uh thanks to your podcast with tim i've started ordering cigars from uh from him thanks john that's good he's a great guy uh my cousin enza saying hello to my cousin tony uh vivian is just already with the cack and throwing up yeah i can see you have a fan club of this league. <laughs> yeah. i used to be a member of the adq back in the day right oh. and he got swallowed by the cack yeah i was so pissed at, at them i used to vote the only time i vote like by anticipation that was for the cack and two days later, he said something really stupid. He said, yeah, we need a law to prevent doctors who actually pay that went through the Quebec University to to get the fuck out. And I'm like, oh, that motherfucker. He, he just conned me of my fucking vote. Talk about an asshole. ADQ, Action Démocratique. It's Quebec, was that it? Yeah, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of like surprised. You 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 kind of uh, seem to have the, the most difficulty with the, the most obvious one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Q is gonna be for Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin Ed just said a good one. Plan never owned a bike as a child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, but you know what? <laughs> I think I think I wanna I think I, I wanna start on um on a federal level here because I have you go, you go like top bottom from right. the top of the shit. To the yeah. bottom of the shit, all right? Because okay. I mean, we spoke about off air, and it was just it's just because we might not even get to the rest because there's so much to deal with, and, uh, and, I, right. and yeah, and I want to get your your take on so many things. So I, I came across a really interesting article in the National Post that I told you about, and it basically says that um, this this is the title of from vaccines to pipelines to clean water on reserves. Why Canada can't seem to get anything done, even the most simplest thing. So what I want to try to do tonight is is discuss these several different uh, levels of difficulty that they're having and 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 um, I, which I, I I want to try for you maybe if you can make if we can make sense and for the rest of the, the people watching to our um, to our audience, um, let's start off with here's a, a great um, statistic. Canada's pandemic is set to last six months longer than virtually every other country of similar wealth and capability. We now rank around 40th place in the world in terms of percentage of the population given a single shot of the two approved vaccines. Mm-hmm. So along with this, and for whatever reason, the liberal governments um, uh, lack of wanting to put forth a plan of solid numbers because what i said when people have been going through because right now we're literally in shell shock okay we have mm-hmm. a country 
uh, going through God knows what right now in terms of anxiety, depression, and poo, the, a slew of other words that I could use to, to, to describe that, is all we need is hope. Joey, I need, I need, give me something. Tell me like England is doing guys. If we're here at this point, okay, we're going to reopen this. If we're here at this point, we're going to reopen that. If we with solid dates and solid numbers, that's all I want. Okay. So basically you want hope and you called me for that. (laughs) Are you fucking listening to my podcast? What's going on? (laughs) Yeah. You're there. You're in the room. You chat with people. I can see that, but now I know you're not listening. No, (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) No, no, here's the thing. I am listening because I know that you're going to look at it on a political angle here. Okay. I I don't understand how the the, the constant deniability, no, they even said it, that the conservatives have been asking them, give us a solid plan. Why this no? Why this no? Why this no? We refuse to work with anybody. Why, Why did they screw up? In, in ordering enough to 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 get enough um, vaccines for our country, we're not a third world country here. How do you how do you mess this up? It's not like you you didn't see this. You had a year. It's a fucking year. It's a year. Yeah, but so, now you realize how important election is, right? You cannot vote for somebody just because he looks good or his fucking daddy was Pierre Elliott Trudeau. You have to vote like accordingly to his competence. And to be honest, like back in the days, I don't understand even that where, why just based on that people voted for him because he said that China was his favorite country because of its dictatorship. And that was awesome because he could do like all the green policies he wanted, which is kind of a joke because China is well renowned for its green policies. Yeah. 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 Very very green. Yeah. Very green. Yeah, yeah, they're they're really green. Like they're so green that their fucking rivers are green, and they has like a lot of plastic, like floating around. That's really awesome. No, but okay, since since we're on, we're right there, and it's it's a great segue as well already. But not a segue. But what is this? What is this love with China that his brother even did a documentary in China and his fathers yeah, love it? I don't, and his... I don't understand it. That's it's fucking weird. Like the way the also there's that uh, recent event where he just. Like his representatives just abstain from actually canceling the Olympics to uh, where Beijing again? Yes, it's yeah. Beijing again. Okay, yeah, yeah. He kind of abstained on, instead of saying anything. Is one of the country? We are one of the countries now that don't recognize uh, the Uyghur situation as being a genocide. Like, there's a lot of stu- weird stuff going on. Like, we're training with a bunch of like we had a bunch of uh, Chinese officers to train yeah. in Canada. Yeah. yeah, even if we're like if there's still two Canadians being detained over there. Yeah, and that's that's you know so so politically here on a, on a, on a political um, on a political aspect here and a political point I'm going to ask you. It's clear that China is our enemy, and when. I don't understand when he's going to see this. Why are the liberals ignoring dire warnings from from intelligence officials, massive public support for taking action against China, um, refusing to go to even vote for a motion? What is that? What is where is the where's the message there? What are you what are you trying to what are you trying to to prove on a political level? I don't understand. Isn't this political suicide? How do you not say when it's clear that there is a no, genocide? I- Against this minority, Muslim minority, mm-hmm. that they're literally building uh, um, concentration, concentration camps. Yeah, basically. Okay? Eh? 
literally i mean you see it on nasa you see it on satellite they've said it they built it it's it's proven okay anything the chinese say we all know is all bullshit when it comes from the markets from anything okay from human rights violations anything and everything from from this whole pandemic started and how it started and god knows so my question is, oh my God, the, the, the comments, Jesus. Hey, your fucking comments are getting nuts, man. I love them. They have so much passion. You're yeah, serious. yeah. It's, it's my, sis, my sister, I've never seen my sister so passionate, my cousin as well, and yeah. and my uh, good friend, Dario. Truel is a fucking... I see a lot um, of Italian that, so that just makes sense, actually. Yeah, I'd be, yeah. Yeah, I'd be really surprised to see, like... Uh, like a really calm and like level-headed conversation. It's like I, I expect like to go to the extreme. Fuck Trudeau, true hole and everything. No, no. Uh that that that's so that's I mean, because traditionally, you know, you know, right, Joey? I mean, yeah. for whatever reason, the, the the Italian community, we grew up and it was we were brainwashed from our parents, and it was always just okay, just vote liberal, vote liberal. Not that we didn't know anything, right? It was only until, for example, me myself that I got older in life. And I started to look at, at platforms and I started to look at things that actually affected me and my life and my quality of life. Um, I so, still eat Chinese food. <laughs> hey, Pete, thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> me too, P. I, st- I love Chinese food. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I can't go diet. It's a bit tougher to do that. But yeah, I'll, I'll do it after my 30 what? days. So here's the thing, right? My my cousin Enza says it perfectly. She says enough being calm, and that's what it oh, is. That, she's right. It's fucking it, great. It's 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 really truly that. And and my hope, honestly, and I I may sound repetitive, Joey, but I, I, my hope is that I am. Uh, my hope of this, my goal of this podcast is to try to um, educate as many Montrealers, Quebecers, Canadians that are willing to listen. I'm trying my best. I'm not saying that I have all the answers. I'm not saying that I whatever I'm going to vote for is perfect. I'm just going to say give yourself the opportunity and the education and the minimalist of of a background and and research of your own and make yeah, a conscious decision. Cliche, a lot of stupid cliche and fear. And like the, the biggest thing that annoys me with politics nowadays is people, they tend to vote for the lesser evil. But what you do, actually, you just accept somebody like a leader just for being less shitty than his opponent. Is that really the level of standard you want from your political class, really? Well, it seems seems to have that. I mean, guys, you know, I want to say forget about, you know, Joey said something off off air. He says, Luigi, all Canadians are going to see when we go to the polls. And me and Joey agree. We probably think he's going to win again, the Liberals. Is that all they're gonna see is that forget about everything else that I literally have a list of of fuck ups. Okay. Yeah. Um they're gonna just see the fact that they were taken care of with the Serb, even though that they're gonna they're gonna get clipped when it comes time to tax time, right? Because they're gonna have to yeah. pay back roughly 30% of that. So it's gonna be a nice surprise waiting for them at tax time. Maybe you do his election like now before the fucking tax coming. There you go. So, yeah, so people are right. still fucking happy about like the Serb money. That they, they're, they're oh boy, they're gonna be pissed when it's yeah. time to pay for that shit. Yeah. So, um, you know, fr- from guys from from the pandemic response to 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 pipelines, you know, let, let's let, let me get, let's talk about pipelines for a second here, and we're gonna do a little bit of a history here. I'm gonna read a, a small paragraph. Okay, 
We couldn't build a controversial oil pipeline to northern BC. Then we couldn't build a pipeline that would have recycled a bunch of existing pipeline infrastructure to send oil east for domestic processing. Then we couldn't. Fault. I have to admit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're fucking stupid with that. Yeah. <laughs> then we couldn't build the oil pipeline that was basically an expansion of an existing pipeline that had existed uncontroversially for half a century. Then we couldn't build a natural gas pipeline approved with unprecedented levels of indigenous support. And now mm -hmm. we can't even build an oil pipeline that is already half finished. And by the way, the world's investors are beginning to notice that this is yeah. becoming a uniquely Canadian problem. Yeah, See, that's, guys, that's, that's not ahead, a thing sir. you want uh, business people to, to learn that you cannot get anything done in Canada. Like it's that that just means we're bad for business. Like if you have an investment or of any sort, like fuck it, don't come to Canada. Just just don't. That's yeah. that's the message we're sending, basically. So um you know uh, yeah. I'm proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> um thanks, cuz. Um you know. One thing that I really wanted to, what I wanted to uh, talk about with you, is this this, and I'll never understand that. Maybe hopefully, I'm hoping that you might give me um, a a another look on this. Is, um, you know, it, it's hard to think that any liberal democracy with something like, like to Canada's Indian Act, an, an openly, by the way, an openly racist document hated by it everybody, is. right? Um, how long has he said at any one time, guys, listen to the statistics because I'm a big statistics guy. I don't just talk out of my ass. 100 of the approximately 600 First Nations are subject to a drinking water advis advisory, according to the Council of Canadians. Which the basically liberal government... means they have to boil their water before drinking it yeah. because it's so fucking dirty. They cannot drink it as it is. Yeah. The liberal government of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has promised to end all term, uh, long-term drinking advisories by this year. But like virtually everything managed by the indigenous and northern affairs, the rollout has been kneecapped by Soviet levels of red tape and top-down yep. mismanagement. You know, Joey, I'm so I'm really I'm sick. I'm really sick of this mismanagement. I'm sick of hearing that word. I'm sick of inaction. I'm sick of a constant overcost. I'm sick of could somebody fucking do something right? I don't understand. I'm not. I won't understand. I don't understand this. This especially when it comes to indigenous affairs. How do you justify, how do you justify 100 out of 600 First Nations don't even have clean water to fucking drink? Oh, yeah, absolutely right. It's fucking outrageous. But also, like, you have to know that, to know that you know, all the bureaucracy in Canada, like, even in Quebec, like, uh, I've read more stuff about Quebec, obviously, but, like, mm -hmm. even Canada is fucking crazy. Like, the, the system is built in a way that nobody is responsible for anything. Like you cannot blame anything. We had like in Quebec, we had like a Charbonneau uh, thing going on. Yeah, yeah. And even like the the, the TPS guy that basically bluntly said that he was taking a, a special fee for everything constructed in Quebec, and we are like thirty percent like more like uh, like it was more expensive than than we were expecting before. Like thirty by thirty percent all the time. Like nobody was blamed for that. It was nobody's fault. So I suspect it's pretty much the same thing on a federal level. Like you cannot fire them. You cannot fire anybody because obviously they have like a security of em employment. So there's no, uh, there no way you cannot fire them. So nobody is responsible of anything. So no accountability whatsoever. 
and they have a really powerful unions be behind them so even like if they do a major fuck up there's no fucking way you're gonna fire them for sure so this is this is a great thing that you just said is that um why like in any corporation because the government is is just is just a, a you know government controlled corporation for for lack of a better term yeah um is. why is it joey if i fuck up at work and you screw up at work that there's hell mm -hmm. to pay there's consequences and we could potentially lose our jobs but yet politicians that basically see the absurdity look at the absurdity about all this the absurdity of that you're gonna politicians themselves decide their own pay raises who's gonna yep. let's pass this okay, as a vote. okay me and you joey we're politicians we're gonna vote you're gonna say no joey yeah, you're gonna say no not. let's give us a 10 for is the donning his race while he was cutting everywhere say that again um like uh upper though he did vote for cut of salary while he was cutting everywhere so well, that's that's something we can give to him Listen, I miss Harper like you can't even imagine. A lot I of have, my NCR Harper for a French friend, they actually miss him too. Okay, I have dreams. I have wet dreams about Harper coming back as prime minister. Okay, uh, we don't deserve him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, look at it. Just look, look at the financial, our uh, diplomat, diplomatic. How the we were looked upon in the world financially, yeah. what he left us with, and what mm -hmm. we are now now. Because this is one of the things that was in this article was, amongst yeah. other things, diplomacy. Diplomacy. We look like a raging bunch, bunch of, of retards. retards. Yeah, That's but exactly. Do, do you remember when you were having conversation with like a bunch of like lefties people, like they were saying, oh, Harper is making us, us look bad on the international <laughs> level. But like by any measurement, that wasn't like that wasn't the case at all. At all. Like I was looking, uh, I was looking out like I'm like, you're clearly just talking to a bunch of like left-wing university teacher from other countries. So yeah, they will hate fucking Harper's balls for sure. But if you go to the measurement of how much Canada is respected right now, like we were ranking first all everywhere, like all the time. And now we drop ranks like it's fucking crazy. Well, you know, it's now including me and I've said it and, and I know that you had a conversation with Claudio as well. Right now, I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I'm ashamed to be a Montrealer. I'm ashamed to be a Quebecer. I'm ashamed to be a Canadian. I really am. You yeah, know, before I'm just a Canadian because I live there, it doesn't mean that much. I don't have to be ashamed to. So if I'm that ashamed, I'll just leave. Yeah, it's no, it's I, I'm not going to say shame. Maybe I, I, I maybe I used it wrong. I'm just it's a fucking strong word. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, I, I'm, let me let me retract that. I'm just saying, like compared to what we were, like you said before, we were always the beacon of. Yeah. of of the world oh you're canadian you're nice and you guys you got your shit together and and now you just hear these stories that we from 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 relationships to china not even being able to take care of an indigenous people not that we're the only country not to be able to do that yeah. um you know um not even to for crying out loud not even be to able to properly renovate 24 Sussex drive okay now guys i know this may be may sound stupid but this is on this on this list, okay, it, it, it's a we can't even fix a damn house, guys. If for those of you don't know, could you imagine the prime minister, uh, excuse me, the president of the United States who lives in the White House, 24 Sussex Drive is where the prime minister lives. This house now is, is, 
estimates are coming in at nearly $100 million to bring it up to par, guys. A fucking Jesus house. Christ. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I've read the same article and I remember they said that they cannot, re they don't dare to renovate it because it really looks bad on the politicians because, like, yeah, you're spending public money to fucking renovate the house, but on the same time, it's like, yeah, but it's a fucking public house. It's not my house. It's not like I'm renovating my fucking home before I, came, I became prime minister. So you have nothing to say. Shut the fuck up. They'll never do something like that. That'd be awesome. I'd like it. I'd like to see a prime minister tell to a journalist, you shut the fuck up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I love it. But that's not going to fly. So I mean, it's not going to fly. But see, th there's there's the problem, right? There's the problem in itself. Um Wow, Stephen. Uh, hey, Steve. Thanks for uh, Steve yeah. is, by the way, the the owner of of. Uh, he's pissed off lately, and and you know I I will never blame him. Steve is the owner of um, Stogie's uh, Cigar Lounge downtown Montreal on Crescent Street. As a veteran, mm -hmm. I will say it. I'm ashamed and regret every ever joining the military to defend this democracy. I'm. You know what, guys? He's earned every right to say that. He has. Yeah. He's earned. You know, he's earned every right to say that, and 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 I can't blame him. I can't blame him uh, because we're, we're, we're just, we're left with trying to deal and make sense of this, this nonsensical stupidity. And that we even have to live with the fact that this guy is going to get probably most likely reelected, which yeah. brings me to another point, Joy. Go on. Okay. It, it, we once off air, we said, because face it, right? Yes, we have multiple parties in, in Canada, but the conservatives are the only ones that could take away power from the liberals, okay? The NDP have been useless since the since unfortunate death of Jack Layton. Um, are, are, are the conservatives literally being paid off to purposely fuck up their own leadership choices? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird because they went from uh, Andrew Shears, but to me, they kind of uh, like dodge a bullet with fucking Maxime Bernier. <laughs> Let's let's no let's fucking face it. You you might disagree on this one, but honestly, Maxim Bernier, I didn't notice how much he was a fuckhead until <laughs> like recently with his popular party, which is kind of a weird name for a right wing party because when you put popular somewhere, people think about like communist country and stuff. Yeah, populism, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 but I mean, like uh, the way they call himself, like the popular republic of some shit. You know, it's not gonna be popular or republic. Yeah, you know, it's just that some shit. So, so I, I mean, that's that was a weird choice. The fucking battle is speaking is really uh, ridiculous. Like, why would you go after the dairy farmers when you know that it's your basic your electoral base? Like, of all the shits not going right in Canada, I agree with that. You're right. But is it the battle you want to die on yeah. right right about now? Obviously not. So you choose that fucking battle horse. And yeah, he, and he got fucked at the end. And like they dodge a bullet. And Andrew Shears were as bad as Andrew Shears end up being. But yeah, like we're stuck with Erin O'Toole. And I'm kind of wondering why they're... Because they're, they, they are good conservative member inside, right? Well, yes, we, we just, you know, we just, off our heads, we said, we said Ambrose, yeah. we said uh, oh, Michel Rampal, yeah. we said that Pierre, uh, c'est quoi son nom? Le, okay. in, uh, uh, exactly. The, these guys, you hear them, these people, you hear them talk in, 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 in the, the passion. Man, I would love to have these people as my prime minister. And they, and that's awesome because they have all a common denominator. They all refuse to run as a leader. 
Okay, but why why do you why is that that you said this off uh, air again, Joey? I mean, I don't know if you're not gonna know, but why wouldn't you? Do you actually think someone told me this? Uh, let's say uh, uh, George uh, George Stantrios from from um, the Pantella show and that just as dads, uh, just three dads uh, uh, podcast as well. Ex political advisor said a lot of these people when they think that they don't have a chance to win, they're not gonna run. Yeah, but, but I mean, why would you think you have a chance to win against that fucking doofus? I maybe yeah, he has a really shitty track record. It's not because, like you said, nothing stick. No, everything fucking stick to him. It's just the conservative leadership has been shitty to use it. But 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 that's the thing, though. There are there are people within the party that stick it to him. Every day yeah. in the House of Commons yeah, yeah. during the debate period, during question, ruin him, shred him to pieces. Rampel, Ambrose, Pierre. Um, well, yeah, he has been like fucking nailing them on if, uh, with every of his questions. Yeah, destroying so, him. And yet, why are these people the leaders of the conservatives? I would vote for these people with my eyes closed. With my eyes closed, Joey. Yeah, just any of them, but none of them choose to be part of it. And they might be like uh, the 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 fear that he may might lose a, an election against Trudeau, but maybe there's something we don't know about the Conservative Party that makes it kind of really hard to manage. Because don't forget, it's an alliance between two fucking parties. What it used to be the Reform Party and uh, what the old Progressive Conservative Party. Yeah. So you have the red uh, Tories and the blue Tories, and yeah. those two are pretty tough to make words together. Like, Upper did manage to do that, but through sheer maneuvers and stuff. And he was a really hard leader inside of the caucus. So there's that too. Like, he wasn't afraid. Like, he almost, Upper, by the way, he almost had a bench, uh, backbencher uh, revolt on his hand back in the days he was prime minister. Interesting. So, yeah, that's, uh, there's something that, like, you, we look at the PQ, which is like, area of the fucking problems inside the party is really public because they can't shut the fuck up and they mm -hmm. have a big show. But I don't think it's the same thing with the conservative. The conservative seems to me like it's a harder party to manage than it looks like. So you see, finally, it took you to have you as an guest that you brought that is it goes back. I think really, it's I, I I'm pretty sure it's the only because I see the problem being at the when they're choosing their leader, yeah. and I think I guess the 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 grassroots of the party, whether it be the conservatives, the old Tories, and whatever it may be, the blue or red the extremists and and far west dairy farmers and whatever the uh you know there's so many things and. I guess this is where the divide happens when they choose when it comes time to choose their leaders. And yeah. it's just it's it's amazing to me how you're literally you're literally handcuffing your own party at a chance to win an election because of your beliefs within your own same party. Yeah. It's incredible. It really is. It's a, a political party is just a bundle of ideas. Like it's just a bundle of ideologies like when you look, let's say for the the Republican Party, for example, mm -hmm. like you have libertarians, you have conservative, you have like paleo conservative, you have all sort of shit. Like even in the Demo amongst the Democrats, you have conservative, like they call blue dogs. Mm -hmm. So you have right winger amongst the Democrats. So that's that's kind of the same thing you would see in Canada also. Like you have like more right leaning liberals, and you have like more left leaning conservative. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, that's 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 why party in general are pretty tough to manage. But the conservative party, like the fact that they cannot manage to have a really quality uh, MPs to jump in and grab the, the grab the leadership is kind of weird to me. It's really, really weird. And it indicate me that it might be a really tough party to manage. Like there, the division inside of the party seems to me like it's way more deep than it looks like. That totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. And and since we're 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 talking about that, is is what do you see as as where where does the NDP go from here? Where do Will they ever honestly be relevant again? Will there be again an orange crush? I mean, because you said something off air as well as that you need uh, the conservatives need uh, yeah, the NDP, a strong NDP to win. Like uh, basically, that's what happened uh, with uh, because don't forget, uh, as right wing you might be, Canada still remain a, a left leaning country, so yeah. pretty much. But Canada is kind of weird. I'm going to go more into that. But Canada is usually a left-leaning country. So they, they vote majoritarily for a left-leaning party. Like when you look at the total of the uh, electorate, like when Harper was elected, he, he got only 40 41% of the votes. And it was a uh, majority government. So that yeah. means that 60% of the voters vote for a left-wing party. Like yeah. the Bloc Québécois, all as nationalists as they might be. That's a Canadian particularity, by the way. It's not just Quebec. Nationalism in Quebec and Canada is a left-leaning stuff. So yeah, so that, that that's the thing. Like, so Black Québécois is left-wing. Uh, NDP is left-wing. Liberal Party center, but the center in Canada is fucking left-wing. So let's not exactly them rush. They're fucking left-wing. Uh, the Green Party don't even need to go into to details with them. They're like left left leaning, and also they are conspiracy theorists. But uh, yeah, basically that's what we have. So, to for actually the Conservative Party to actually win an election, what he needs is a strong NDP because you had like those tight race uh, between yeah. the Liberals and the NDP, and then you have the Conservative uh, MPs that can just slips uh, slips to the victory. And yeah, and you exactly, and you need the NDP to take those votes as well away from the liberals, right? Because yeah, exactly. they're so close in terms of ideologies. Yeah, and the conservatives have no such things. Like, I don't see the popular party being a threat to fucking conservative voters because conservative, uh, and that's a YouTube analyst, his name is JG Mikalot, he's a guy from uh, BC basically. And he's a conservative, he was a conservative analyst on uh, Sunu, so I just didn't pick up any fucking YouTuber. And the guy said that conservative uh, people from Canada are really traumatized by the time where you are like the Reform Party and the mm -hmm. progressive conservative because basically the vote was fucking split. So now conservatives are really traumatized to split the vote amongst other parties. So for them, if I'm right wing, I'm voting conservative. So there's no reason for them to vote popular party. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. Very so, interesting. Yeah. So that's what the right wing in Canada are more disciplined. They will always vote conservative. Left wing, not so much. So, so here's, uh, you know, it, it's going to come back to this again. A uh, good friend of mine and viewer, uh, Tony Cheech says, don't forget you need a conservative leader who speaks French if they want yeah. to win an election. That eliminates a lot of candidates. Yeah. And there's the thing, though, you have to notice where the conservatives are. Fucking Alberta. Like, there's yeah. no French people over there. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's kind of, a, and I'm French, okay? I think it's a stupid, <laughs> uh, it's a really stupid uh, prerequisite to be uh, bilingual when you're Prime Minister of Canada. Like, come on, we're 25% of the population. Why a prime minister needs to speak French also? Yeah, but Joey, you know that, right? You know that. I mean, you think the majority of Quebecers, well, they did it with Harper, but yeah. Harper did speak French. Yeah, he did, and, yeah uh, really good, actually. He, he did. So so and my point is... When he tries to say election, he say erection. <laughs> so that's funny. Sometimes people are saying stuff like, uh, Canada, Canadian are, uh, les Canadiens uh, sont, ta sont tannés d'avoir des érections à <laughs> That was the most amazing shit I ever heard in TV. Alors, il faut, il faut aller sortir puis faire une érection <laughs> le plus possible, si vous voulez. Non, on veut plus d'érections. <laughs> on est tanné des érections. <laughs> on veut plus des érections. <laughs> oh, shit, that was good. Um... Uh, Steve says he's probably right uh, about the conservatives being split, but would rather have a veteran lawyer than a drama queen. There you go. Well, no, yeah, that's that's for sure. I mean, that, that, that's yes, I agree with you, Steve. Yeah. Split like the conservatives never. Yeah, they split inside. That's why their the, their leadership like it's tougher to manage. But they're still a conservative. They're still staying the the party. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, but I'm pretty sure he might do a good job. Like we don't know him that much. He's no. relatively new to politics, so that's why that's why I'm kind of surprised that people are trained the tower right now. Erin Otto, we don't know much about him. I hear I hear him speak. He doesn't sound like a complete retard, so no. he's gonna be fine. Erin Otto speaks French, but too bad he is asleep. Okay, well, yeah, well I didn't know that's, that. Depends. Like uh, I don't mind a kind of boring tone because I'm not asking him to fucking juggle and like do unicycle <laughs> or just throw no. fucking kangaroos around and stuff. I just want him to do a good job and not make me feel like a, an idiot when I see in the foreign countries I'm Canadian. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, to win Quebec, you need a French-speaking uh, candidate. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah and, uh, uh, the conservative party in Quebec are pretty burned. So, except Quebec City and the surrounding of Quebec City, because they mm -hmm. have a right wing radio over there, so they have they have more here to like right wing rhetorics. But like outside of that, like people, I don't see a lot of Quebec French Quebecer going being convinced by like. Basically, my parents thought that Harper was like the Hitler for French people. It's stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Well, listen. Uh, on that note, I wanna I wanna move to to um, the provincial level and and not the not as circle of shit. <laughs> the second circle, not as much as the CAC's response to the pandemic because we know it's just a mess and it's it's just, yeah. just a disaster. Honestly, this just for 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 lack of a better term. But what I'm more interested in is this uh, classic what I call political deflection, right? So I always say that in 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 in, pol in, in politics, when things are not going your way, right? Because he sees that his his handling of the um, of the pandemic has been voted the worst in Canada as a premier, um, and people are starting to 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 get to him. And I, I, I saw that voted by who though? Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm not okay. really sure. Um, so here's the thing: like the knowing the Quebecers, like I know them, there's two possibilities. Or we take notice of that and we're like, okay, from now on, we're going to get our shit together and do a good job. 
are we going to call them racist and just double down? Knowing the Quebecers like I know them, they're going to fucking call them a bunch of racists and double down. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> you go. You I know. I know that. I know that. I know that for a fact. But but <laughs> but but what I'm more interested in knowing is this classical deflection, right? Of of let me bring up the old adage. Let's make up that there's linguistic problem and let's bring up the linguistic um yeah. a war again and and um let's bring up again let's open up world 101 that we're gonna need to strengthen the french language because it's it's at risk in in, in montreal and in quebec and uh we're at risk and the 10 alarms are on so what i wanted to do is is have a perspective of a francophone quebecer of and I always ask this question, and I want your theory on why would a any government in Quebec, knowing the world we live in today, the global world, where you could yeah. do business in multiple languages, why would you want to keep your population dumb? Why, why would you leave the choice of your child's education in terms of the language that you should the child that you've raised, the child that you gave birth to, that the government and the state decides which school they go to. I will never understand this, Joey. And we all know, guys, we all know, and Joey's going to be the first one to say it as soon as he starts talking, that the French language is not at risk. We all know it because it's not. It's just not. You got an idea, okay? I went to Concordia University. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to actually practice English and, like, stop sucking at it. <laughs> and, like, a bunch of teachers, they were hearing my accent, they switched to French. And I was like, in my head, I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and, then, and then I went to the McDonald's side. I, I hear our accent trying to say, okay, next. And I'm like, oh, shit, awesome. I'm going to practice my English again. And as soon as I start speaking with my accent, they switched to French. So I think it's tougher to speak English in Montreal than anything else. <laughs> That's true. I, I fucking tried, and they won't let me, those assholes. <laughs> but... Yeah, no, so, I don't feel like French is in danger in Montreal. I'm pretty sure, like, there's a thing. Like, you have a bunch of students that comes here and wants to develop a bigger hearing to the French language that I get. Sometimes I get answer in English in a, by a cashier. I take a chance to ask in French. 99% mm -hmm. of the time, I receive exactly what I want. Exactly. Even though she answered me in English and everything, I'm tired. I don't want to switch. I'm like, okay, je vais prendre un burger avec ça, and I receive exactly what I want. So she understood, mm -hmm. but she cannot speak it. That's that's two things. You can understand a language without speaking it. That happens. Mm -hmm. So, so here's the thing. We spoke, and I wanted I wanted to get your your take on you. Your you have a theory apparently. Yeah, um, I, I want to hear your theory because. I've always had a difficulty accepting all these parties since the beginning of the quiet revolution in Quebec, 50, 60 years, English schools are closed. There's not many, what did Tom say? I have an, uh, the, the opposite problem. They hear me to try to speak French and switch to English. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Keep, I, I, I do that. I do yeah. that. <laughs> keep, keep trying, Tom, keep trying, buddy. <laughs> so what I was saying is, um, Clearly, French is not uh, is not at risk here. I want to know why. I want to know why your take on why would party after party 
uh, purposely put pull keep down your population the francophone population from expanding the horizon increasing the amount of 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 knowledge and 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 intelligence within quebec by speaking the international language of english as well and at the same time because because guys at the same at this point you've been you're gonna, you're not going to a great a great quote was joey's learn to speak english and and is is practicing even more at the university level he's not going to lose his francophone and he's not going to lose his french at this point it's over it's, it's impossible stuck with one language with that accent <laughs> doesn't matter I, all i can do is fucking broke english and that's it joy no uh, on the contrary i'm going to disagree with you because i have an accent too and i speak french and it doesn't matter because i think I, for I, the, because for the most people i most francophones and i told you i was in the banking industry and i was doing presentations in french and they love my accent and they they like you said they appreciate the fact that here you are a francophone doing comedy in english doing podcasts in english i mean i i truly appreciate that by the way and let me you know let me let me uh say thank you for that and 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 i and and it's true so i think the majority of people but so i want to know why a government would do this what is what is you said you had a machiavellian um theory on this watch out it's because uh, my theory is like they want, don't want us to leave if we speak one language there's no other option than staying in quebec because they know uh, like deep down they know how shit stuff are here like they know that we don't have much opportunities like they know that the healthcare system and now if they, if they didn't know before they fucking know there you can bet your ass they know now that the healthcare system doesn't work yeah they know, they know all that they know that the taxation is fucking crazy and make no fucking sense they know that they don't want us to leave they don't want us to go to alberta they don't want us, us to go to the united states and that has been the case uh like since quebec is quebec like they don't like basically back yeah i know it's fucking crazy but i i'm pretty sure they do that on purpose so we don't leave they don't want us to leave like and even even Mathieu Bacote, when you hear his fucking text like when he talks about this anglophone cégep like the french going to anglophone cégep is read it he says it you don't need to interpret anything mm -hmm. it says that his main fear is that people might choose to live their life in uh, in english that means outside of quebec yeah it, 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 it's, but that's, it's that's that canada and quebec is a jail like canada is also the case too by the way i do believe that canada has no reason to exist as a country we should be part of the united states i truly believe it you, you know what i you know what we're gonna now we're gonna go off in another tangent but let before we get there guys you know what what you just said is not very crazy it's it's yeah. the actual truth joy i think it is it's exactly that joy yeah i really truly think it's exactly that they, they want us to speak like a language where there's no other options this it's and not you basically cannot read what's going on outside of the uh of quebec you cannot read anything so you can get bullshit all day long by politicians that don't expect us to be able to read and sometimes they say oh in that country that happened i'm like no it doesn't because i just read how it goes the, the policies and everything you have access to their fucking websites you can't see what the policy is you can't see the pdf of the law and everything you you see like it's on black and white why are you bullshitting me you know i'm going to make the effort 
And then I remember my parents doesn't speak any word of English. I'm like, yeah, that the for those people. You you know, uh, everyone is saying the same thing. My cousin says, you know, because they have tunnel vision. It's a lost cause to argue they don't get it, or maybe it's the media LCN who brainwashes the population. Steve says he's probably right. He is right. Uh, Dictator Lego says his government considering limits on English siege up enrollment. He wants to keep the population stupid. It's it's there's, exactly there's one reason I think she he makes it his pop uh, is a uh, priority. Like if you want to talk about confinement and uh, the uh, all you prevent like uh, the virus to spread anything, you need expertise. It's not like everybody that can speaks about it. Not mm -hmm. everybody can have an opinion about it. But any fucking assholes can have an opinion about like. Oh, French is in danger, especially if you never been to Montreal or don't come to Montreal or you came to Montreal. Somebody talked to you in English and you freaked out. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, uh, Tom says, ironically, communication scholars have said the only reason the U.S. hasn't taken us over in, is because of Quebec and the French language. Possibly. Oh, oh you want to get into that. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. That's only because of the French language. Let me school you about something. Uh, the uh, Durham report, you know what it is? It's basically no, a uh, drum report. It's basically like uh, after the Patriots Revolution in uh, 1837, when the French, uh, not the French, but the French government, the Parti Patriot, took mm -hmm. weapons to, against the government to secede from the rest of Canada. And you had the same thing in English, but not necessarily secede, but we wanted like to be free from the monarchy and everything. Well, after that, uh, Durham came in to uh, kind of uh, study what's going on. And the idea was, are oh, you make sure that Canada doesn't go into a riot like the U.S. did like in seven, in 1776, mm -hmm. and then it just merged with the United States? Interesting. Basically, basically, the idea of the Durham Report is to make sure, absolutely sure, that we will never have the notion of like Canada is not a country. We should just merge with the U.S. So basically, the idea is, okay, let's build a fake sense of nationalism so that we, so mm. Canadians will never think as themselves as being American. Even though we watch the same fucking thing, wear the same fucking clothes, we eat the same fucking shit, we yeah. laugh at the same fucking stuff, we, we, we're the same culture, like Anglo-Canadian, like, and they're so hostile when you hear that. That's fucking hilarious. Like, often... I always uh, to piss off a bunch of Canadian. I just say <laughs> Canadian are just Americans with free healthcare. <laughs> basically, it. like like back in the and you might think, yeah, but we have a uh, like multiculturalism and everything. I'm like, okay, think about it. In the 19th centuries, we our Canadian nationalism was about okay, we're more British than these guys. Mm -hmm. like, more British means more white. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So basically, we're like mocking the US for having way too much immigrants. Nowadays, since those values are gone, gone out of fashion, well, basically, what happened is now it's like, yeah, we're more left leaning. We're more this, this, and that. Inclusive. We yeah. Yeah. Free healthcare. I'm sorry. It's a fucking policy. It's not a culture, a cultural trait. trait. I'm sorry to, to to break the break it down to you, but that's basically what it is. And you know what? At the, at this point, honestly, Joey, I'd rather pay for healthcare at this point. I'll be honest with you. You'd rather we, pay for healthcare. Well, we're at this where we are at this point. When I have to wait 14 hours, 16 but, hours but, in, in an emergency room to get a, a an X-ray. 
But at the same time, you don't. That's why I don't like those conversation in Canada, though, because uh, in Canada, people just like say, "Okay, we have free healthcare," but it's not like the U.S. I'm like, yeah, in the U.S., it's bad. It doesn't mean it's bad in the U.S. It has to be bad here too. Yeah, exactly. because we do slightly. That that's what annoys me with Canadians. It's like it's not because we're doing slightly better in the U.S. in a specific aspect that that means we cannot improve, and. When you look around the world, like it's like American with fucking freedom. You remember in newsroom when he said hmm. everybody has fucking freedom? Like what, what is freedom? Have, yeah, no, no, no. But basically, uh, why do you think America is the greatest country? And somebody answered freedom, freedom. And he said, yeah, everybody has fucking freedom. It doesn't make us special. Yeah. Well, same thing with uh, free healthcare. Like every fucking country in the industrial world, like has free healthcare. Like Sweden has have free healthcare. No fucking Scandinavia has free healthcare. France has free healthcare. Germany has free healthcare. Like everybody has free healthcare. So, so you know, I, I came across this conversation on Joe Rogan, and we we're talking back to what what Tim said. And you know, what's really what is the what is the line? Is there a line that you see on a map that is a yeah. border? Really, what is a border? What is a nation? What is a, what is a culture? What is there, there, guys? Face it, guys. You know, ironically, I'm wearing. I just realized I'm wearing a Canada T-shirt, but. Guys, really, what makes us Canadian? What makes us American? Guys, all it is is a freaking line on a map. There really is no borders, guys. It's all made-believe. It's just a bunch of white men back then that decided, let's cut up the country into this, and this is the United States of Canada, this is the United States of America, and this is Canada, and this is Quebec, and these are our provinces. Really, when you really look at it, right? Yeah, what makes me... The same thing in the Middle East. Like, you see all those countries that should not exist that has been built by, like, colonial powers... And like you're like yeah just let them do whatever and they will build their own fucking little countries yeah there will be a bunch of fucking atrocities that's all nation building works but you know yeah exactly um dario says with the amount of fucking insane taxes we pay here in quebec it either comes out to the same thing for a good health insurance plan in the states or even better in states it's a good point. Yeah, nothing, nothing forbid to have like a hybrid system. Like in the U.S., you have some states that have some some like public type of healthcare. So yeah, exactly. Steve says we can have one payer insurance, and we should not have publicly owned hospitals, but the unions won't allow it. Um, sadly, most of the population in Quebec, Enza says, is becoming so isolated and ignorant thanks to all of Legault's arbitrary rules of the confinement and language issues. Yeah, it's just ongoing and a continuation of everything else. Dario says, and the, the unions have uh, here in Quebec for many industries is basically the legal version of mafia. Yeah, yeah basically That's, cartels. Like, not yeah. just Quebec, it's all around in Canada. Absolutely, yeah. It, like, why do you think you have the worst phone provider fucking uh, services uh, in the world? Like, right. Yeah. Basically because you have a cartel and they, pre they prevent like Verizon to came in. Came in. Like Verizon was really trying to come in, yes. and like have those all those kind of those Canadian companies that that's band together to block them for getting in. Do you know how much more we pay in telecommunications, guys? If you your head would spin, yeah, how much more we pay not only in taxes and everything else, but just in t telecommunication, um, cellular data, uh, your head would spin, guys. Your head would spin. Tom says, uh, Tom Sin says, nationalism is geographic ego. It gives you an identity so they don't have to realize they aren't really living their lives. Oh, it's even worse than that. Like, Dark Stanhope has a pretty nice bit about it. It's like, all nationalism do is to uh, 
teach you how to hate people you never met and <laughs> fucking take pride in shit you never did. Like my when my brother talked to me about it, yeah, our forefather came here and we no, he said we came here and we fucking dig up the sod and plant farms. It's like, yeah, you and me, Jan, really? That was you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yesterday we were passed out drunk, but I don't remember like digging up the Quebec soil to like it was uh, Dark Stanel was saying something else about like uh, fucking beating up crowds with fucking guns, but basically it's the same idea, right? So yeah, really we were really digging up the soil to plant farms on fucking snowy rock shit. No, th that wasn't yeah. So you know, to 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 conclude to conclude this, and you know, um, for me it's it's it hurts me when especially not now but more when when i was doing my other job and and i got to um speak to and become friends with a lot of mortgage brokers across across quebec and the majority of them being francophone and we would you know i'd I'd get close to them and we would talk and have lunch or whatever and and we'd say oh, so your kids go to english school and, and and i said yeah and i would tell them yeah it's it's half french half english it's amazing it's great and he says, you know, how many I I could how many of them told me? And they would see, he says, but Luigi, with all due respect, why should your children have this right and I shouldn't? And I'm like, you're preaching to the choir, man. I agree with you. I yeah, agree with you. And it old. that's that's what's going on. It's a democracy. We keep voting for fucking assholes, and that's what happened. Yeah, but you know what, Joey? No one's ever gonna have the courage to uh, or the political suicide to open up one on one. So it's always gonna be there. Yeah. It's, no, it's yeah. never of being called morons by uh, other morons so yeah and you know which leads me to to one of the greatest and i'm sure you love george carlin being a comedian yourself yeah. right is that the government's you know one of his favorite my favorite bits from him and he's he's my idol george carlin says because he was so intelligent in terms of the way he saw the world and politics and he says government what is government government gives you the illusion of choice you you feel like you actually have a choice that when you go vote for someone that it's going to make a difference that you have this illusion of choice guys you have no fucking choice everything is predetermined for you all yeah. the choices all the decisions are made for you and case in point here is one of the greatest ones of not even being able to choose the language in which your children are being educated i find it really sad i really do like I like to say, uh, politicians, it's always like same shit, different assholes. <laughs> well, said. well said. Should, should we should we end off with the, the holy trinity of, of what we wanted to talk about today? I want to go to municipal now. Because municipal. What, what amazes me with municipal level is like all little people pay attention to that. It's That's the most important shit in their life. Really, it's like... True. Well, all you need is one bad mayor to fuck you up for decades and and it will happen like fucking she's doing like you do realize guys it's gonna have to take a fucking long time to actually heal for heal from that like municipal is so important and we care so little about it it's fucking boggling my mind so well said what was the do you even know i don't remember what was the voter turnout of the last prevent uh, the, uh, the last municipal election and I'm ashamed to say that, but I'm not, I wasn't part of it, so I don't know. Despite <laughs> <laughs> me saying that shit, I'm like, nah, I don't vote. <laughs> Bravo, a... Joey. Bravo. I like leaving vote. my example. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, Joey, this woman 
25%, Steve says. Thank you, Steve. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you see, like, Montreal are really politicized. Um, this woman really, and I, I'm not going to say this in a facetious way, I'm not, but she really, she she amazes me, Joey. She really does. Yeah, she's fucking nuts. She, <laughs> fucking crazy. I don't, I don't get her. Like, like what? Uh, Montreal mayorals now has become the fucking madhouse. What's going on? But What's does she, like does she have any honesty, Joey? I don't know much about her path. Does she have any concept of? reality of what's going on does she well i know uh, she's from uh, that click from the plateau well enough said okay yeah there we go so enough said those guys don't live on the same planet as ours like like talking to those people remind me of talking to that flat earther during that that <laughs> podcast i watched that by the way oh yeah like at some point i was like there's no point arguing we don't live on in the same world like most of the shit you was talking about is like, yeah, gravity, man. What the fuck? He doesn't believe in that. So what? What else can I say? So, so what you're saying is literally there's there's literally no hope, right? So what you're saying is that the only way and something Mario uh, Mario Vino said from Vino Salumi a restaurant in in Montreal. He's a huge political junkie, and yeah. he hates. I can't even tell you how much uh, I had him on our show with Steve and Angelo uh, McConey. Uh, talking about the plight of restaurants and all that when at the beginning of the the pandemic um says he says you know what's the worst law is that the vast majority of the voter turnout she only needs a certain percentage to win and those tree huggers from the plateau are the ones that actually go to vote yeah so she could win again that's why we cannot have a good uh, cool thing because there's only assholes voting I don't know if you guys voting, but I mean in in big numbers, that's basically what's happening. So Tom, Tom wants to know. Tell me more about the plateau crowd. I'm new in town. Do you care to? Oh, to plateau crowd, basically, it's uh, all the cliche you can imagine about the left <laughs> left leaning type. Like there are some good left wings. Like I'm not talking about some of them. They're kind of right. No, no, no. Actual left wing people. I know a bunch of them. They're really nice. But the people on the plateau, though, uh, not so much. They, uh, first of all, there's a lot of French from France. So yes. already that makes them detestable at so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand those fuckers. But uh... <laughs> there's, my clip for the, there's my clip for the show right there. There you go. Me hating on the French from France. No, 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 no. But uh, yeah, they're really heavily left wing. Like, uh, it's fucking crazy. Like, it's fucking crazy. Those yeah, and guys are, and, and it kind of fucked me up so much. Like when you think about it, like, oh, I'm so green, dude. You live in downtown Montreal. The fuck you talking about? You, you, I mean, you, you live in fucking like concrete in the middle of a metropolis. Yeah, and you, you, you voted for some fuck face that fucked it all up. So we have to like turn around your fucking pit of a like neighborhood so we don't have to, to deal with your nonsense that's good for him of doing that but on the same uh, same time fuck you all honestly go fuck yourself if you live on the plateau or you have the concept of ever living on the plateau go fuck yourself and there's another thing about the plateau that i fucking despise is those fucking assholes are always talking the big game about gentrification but before oh, that, that was the, the 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 neighborhood of the fucking workers, the the blue at the 
the, the, the like you know like the guy is going work do man job but no those fucking assholes move in there the artists the fucking movie directors those those fucking scumbags and then and then they, they jump up the price of the fucking rent over there so exactly. only assholes with no economic skill sense would live there in poorly isolated fucking apartments <laughs> wow, <laughs> so fire, all, the fucking, all the fucking middle class workers are just like you know what i'm tired of this nonsense Isn't i'm going the irony in that that's amazing that's amazing what you just said and by the way let me just add another point to that french comment that you made okay because france is doing so well right with the left-leaning government they're doing so well yeah. la france of a tribune of france steve says when i stop working with her as president of the festival de grand prix i can tell you stories that will make your hair cur your hair curl Oh, Steve, I can't wait for Stogies to open up and come and have a cigar with you, buddy, and hear all those stories. I can't freaking wait. I can't freaking wait. I'm going to um, check it out for sure. Yes, we're going to go together. We, we yeah, said that. Yeah, because I get it that cigar world. Like, I started smoking pot really recently, and I'm like, yeah, cigars, that doesn't seem that bad, actually. I'm going to try <laughs> it out. <laughs> we're going to go see Steve. Steve, you hear us? Get a, get, the, the, get those chairs ready for us. We're going to go see Steve. He'll take care of us. Um yeah, there you go, Steve. We'll end it off with this note. In 1980, I worked on the plateau, salt of the earth people. Now, complete gentrification. Yeah, oh, they, it is what it is. And they, they're bitching about gentrification. That's the worst fucking part of it. The irony. It's too funny. Yeah. So so basically, Joey, we didn't solve anything tonight. But I think no. we, I'd like to, to I'd like to think that we educated and we met some people vent, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> a uh, lot of do a last round? If you want, yeah, to, of course. You, I don't have solutions for you. Things are going to shit. Give up. Go <laughs> the way. Go in the woods, forage for nuts and berries, and hunt for food so you won't be miserable in your fucking, like, cool, stupid, lame-ass job, and you'll be hunting for food. That's that's the life. Give up on, on the on civilization. That's the worst. That's, like, farming wheat, that was the worst fucking idea we had. And we keep taking the fucking rabbit hole since then. That's civilization for you. <laughs> and that and that's been the positive hour on the agree to disagree show. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. You're off fire tonight, Joey. La Flamme is really on fire tonight. Um Joey, tell us where uh where where we could find you, all your stuff, as well as when things get back to normal in terms of your stand-up comedy. Uh go ahead, tell us, tell us whoever's watching. All right, so first of all, I have three podcasts right now. I am uh, with uh, Claudio Capri and Peter Bowen on a Tuesday for Dirty Sanchez, which is a French podcast. Mm -hmm. It's called Dirty Sanchez. Uh, no particular reason. It's just because when I do a French podcast, apparently I like to give it a Spanish twist. <laughs> really great one at yeah. that for those who doesn't know what a Dirty Sanchez is. Like, come to me. I'm going to explain it to you. Yes. <laughs> I can be your educator. <laughs> <laughs> all right so on the saturday i have my personal little baby project called the saturday afternoon podcast it's at 2 30 p.m since it's an afternoon and a saturday and it's a motherfucking podcast and uh, but it's all right if you miss all that because there's something you cannot miss it's the mothership of the extended 34 universe it's called the 34 it's just that it's the mothership it's sunday 8 30 this week we're having 
uh, Yannick Dolt, a local uh, Anglo comedian, uh, and he's a fucking cool guy. I talked to him. He's pretty neat. So basically, there you have it. So guys, you check it out, their YouTube channel. Oh, wait, uh, yes, true. I have a website coming, so I think it's going to be joelaflam.ca if I still have that domain name, but I'm more on that later. Yes, and in the meanwhile, you could go on YouTube, just uh, just type in Dirty Four, number four, and you will have the Saturday afternoon podcast there, the Dirty Four podcast there, and I believe also the Dirty Sanchez one, the, the French uh, Dirty Four, right? The Franglais, yes. as you like to call it. And um, this, uh, this week, we're having Amar and Santi Espinoza. So, uh, awesome. Yeah, awesome. I'm teaching them French, and they're so desperate that they need me to teach them French. <laughs> <laughs> tell you how fuck they are. <laughs> at least they have someone. Like at least yeah, they have someone. someone. That happens to be me. So yeah. I wanna. So and uh, I wanna start just by saying thank you for everybody that's tuned in, especially my family tonight. I don't know, maybe it took joy to be here, but I had my sister here, my cousin Enza, my cousin from England. That was crazy. That was I that was not expecting that. All the usual, Steve, uh, Steve, Dario. Thank you so much, guys. Tom, um, everybody that. Uh, watch and uh, of course a special thank you joey thank you so much it was Thanks so much fun that was really good it was really awesome i appreciate it uh stay on uh we'll have a little chit chat right after guys thank you so much again have yourself a great uh march break and i'm off to tromblant to do some skiing so i'm out thank you again guys have a great evening great evening folks Thanks for listening to the Agree to Disagree show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. Until next time.